Hello, and welcome to the first and maybe only episode of Geek A&E, the name chosen by Twitter. My name is Alec, and I'm the on-call registrar this evening. Joining me is Ellen, and I'm your trauma consultant. The aim of this vocal experience is to examine badly received alternative culture, focusing on the medium of film, television, and whatever else we want. Fuck off, you aren't my real mum, she's still back on that mountain. Our first patients this evening are a goth kid and a scene kid who have had a skateboard accident after huffing glue. Their names are Suicide and Squad. And they're dead! Can we bring them back to life? Probably not, but we'll try! Please note that while Ellen is not medically trained, I do have a lapsed first aid certificate from a McDonald's manager's course six years ago. Firstly, we're going to assess and triage what is wrong with the film, starting with characters in their internet movie database appearance order. First up on the list, Will Smith is dead shot. What do you think? Oh, Will Smith as Deadshot. Will Smith as Deadshot. I thought he was... Um, I thought he was funny. I thought he was... You know, he had some funny moments. I... I don't know. He was, he was like, giving it 10% Will Smith, I'd say. He was I, sort of asleep on screen, but he was still more entertaining than everyone else. Well, Will Smith does act like Will Smith when he's asleep. He gets up and moves around his house going, Hell no! Nah! Yeah. That was racist. <laughs> and other things. <laughs> Um, what I did, I liked Deadshot mainly because he was the only character that felt like an actual human being. I know yeah. Killer Crocodile is a crocodile, but the point is Will Smith actually felt like a character um, that actually would engage with this world, and he seemed quite incredulous about everything. Right. Um, and I liked the way that he was just amazed at everything that happened, like when they gave him a gun. Oh, what? Did you think his his main thing was like surprise slash? What am I doing in this squad? Yeah, there's an early promotional image uh, from Suicide Squad where it's a shot of them all. Uh, Will Smith basically looks like he's lost, he's tired, his feet hurt, and he wants to go home. Yeah. And I thought that really came through in his performance. Well, do, do you kind of feel like with Will Smith? Because I, when I first heard that he was going to be involved in it, I thought, why is he doing this and he's not doing Independence Day? I mean, it's fine. <laughs> um, but then he didn't do Independence Day because of money. So they must have offered him so much money. Because Will Smith, I feel like he doesn't do popcorn kind of thrillers anymore because he's like, I'm a serious actor now, guys. I played. I was have in you- a film where I had... A concussion, or some people had concussions. I know I didn't see that. Have film. you not seen After Earth, where yeah, I played General <laughs> Cipher Rage? Is that his name? That his, his name Cypher in After Earth. Rage. General Cipher Rage. But ironically, he's not allowed to experience rage. I feel like this was a money thing. It's the mm. only reason he did it, which is why I feel like he sort of he he obviously has movie star charisma, which he really bought to that, as evidenced by everyone else's lack of movie star charisma. Margot Robbie. Um, yeah, she has movie star charisma, and it was really nice to see her in a. In a role where she... Well, we'll get to Harley Quinn, but... We will get to Harley Quinn. We will. In about two characters' time. (laughs) (laughs) It it just kind of felt like they gave him his daughter, you know, he was sad about his... What was it? It's like his daughter was... His Was like, please, daddy, stop killing everyone. And his reaction was, hell nah. Hell, I will kill everyone. Here's this cool sequence where I make the guy pay me twice as much. And he then got paid so bullet. quickly. Did you... Did you... Like, you know the bit where he said, no, you have to pay me more... It went to his bank account so quickly because that I was thinking, well, now I'm out of the film because this is not realistic right, to me Two anymore. to three hours to clear. 
Yeah. That's what my bank account says. Yeah, exactly. And also, that means that that guy on the phone was had that one million dollars typed into his computer. And he just had to. Didn't he? Didn't ask him for a sort code. Didn't ask him for his card number. Like, didn't ask for a reference. Nothing. It wasn't like, sorry, I've got to generate my secure key number for this transaction. Will. He didn't even have to use his like special little chip and pin no, machine. Will. Like, <laughs> he was he was an extra Suicide Squad member. That guy he just really fast fingers or just really, dead type. Yeah, dead. <laughs> quick, quick type. <laughs> quick payment. Ban. Um, uh, why was he assassinating people? What was it other than the money? Uh, so he's just really good at it. He's, so he's he really good at it. Unnaturally talented with weaponry. Yeah. Has a very loose moral code, and people pay quite highly for you to have the ability to shoot a man while sat on a roof, bouncing the bullet off a bullet deflection thing Bullety he'd placed thing, yeah. into the head of a man who is. I assume it's the generic mafia guy. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. He's only we don't know. He could have been the head of a really, um, really good... He could have been like a charity philanthropist. We don't know that guy. Kids company. Yeah, he could have been... <laughs> what a different sort of been if you'd just seen him like... If it was like a pregnant mother. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was just like... That would have made a better film if you're like, he's genuinely a baddie. He's killing awful people. Well, his... Oh, he said no, no women, no children. No, didn't. that's his only code. I, I liked his relationship with Harley Quinn. I thought they ended up having like quite a nice... Yeah. Um, sort of like brotherly, sisterly style relationship. They both kind of got it, even though Harley Quinn was bonkers. They both yeah. understood, like, this is weird, right. right? Yeah. That man's a crocodile. Yeah. He's got boomerangs. Yeah. This is odd. And they yeah. kind of worked with it. Um, but I agree with the point you made that there was no reason to actually see Deadshot as a bad guy. Because we go, oh, he's a hitman. He'll kill anyone. We saw him kill a mafia dude who is bad and also a grass, which is double bad. Yeah. And then fungus monsters. Fungus monsters. The bloody baddies. Oh, blackberry the, eyes. Yeah. <laughs> the raspberry men. The raspberry men. The raspberry men. <laughs> the raspberry men. Um, and the, yeah, I mean, it would have been good to see him murder a gambling debt father or something. He was like, please, Will, I just need more time. I think, but that's the problem with Suicide Squad is like, they're bad in heavy. I'm doing heavy bunny fingers here. They're bad. Um, the vocal of, bunny fingers. Yeah, it's the. They, they can't be that bad. We have to have sympathy for them. So Will Smith obviously can't be shown at the beginning murdering a nun. So I'm saying Deadshot, he's 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 better than some others. He Yeah, I reckon in this particular patient, he was uh, one of the better things. Yeah, so I think Despite the he'd survive, huggy, huggy bear hat. Despite his outfit. But then obviously his clothing gets better. Yeah, I really liked his his hat and his little like monocle that would zoom in on people. That yeah, was cool. That was cool. And that bit where he says that's the worst pep talk I've ever seen. Triangle bitch. That's a great line. I don't he, care. But he has some very funny lines <laughs> yeah. as well. I, but I'm trying. I, when I was watching, I don't know if you had the similar thing where you were trying to work out what was a reshoot and what was not, and anything which involved Will Smith Quipping. having a quip. I was like, <laughs> is that a reshoot? So they like more quips, please. I would have to say that if you, unless you go back to the very first trailer, which everyone said was terrible, mm. if it's not in that trailer, that was a reshoot. Yeah, that was probably a reshoot, right. Yeah. So Will Smith, okay. good. He'll yeah. continue on. He'll live. He can survive. Uh, well, next cast yeah. on the IMDb list, Jamie Fitzsimmons playing Sergeant Ames Bravo 14. Um, he was great. I <laughs> really liked how he disappeared into the role. Yeah, I I liked his backstory. I liked his decisions he made I liked his method acting um, I don't know who he is who was he uh, Jamie Fitzsimmons has also been in End of Watch another David Ayers film he was in Fury as SS Sniper uh, another great role <laughs> another well named 
Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Um, he'll, he'll, he's allowed to live. He can survive. Because that's how the health service works. If you deserve to be bad, we'll kill you. As we say, we're not medically trained and real doctors would not decide whether you can live or die based on how uh, good you are as an anti-hero in a DC superhero film. Um, and if they do, they're a bad doctor. That's bad. Don't, go, new to that. One. Don't no. go to the hospital. Get a new one. Uh, next character... Uh, Ike Baron Holtz as Griggs or the wanker guard that didn't get his comeuppance. Yeah, so I loved him. I, I know I love I like I like that actor anyway. His name's Ike Baron Holtz. Yeah, Ike Baron Holtz. Or Baron Holtz. Sorry, um, Ike, if you're listening. Sorry, Ike. Um, come on the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tweet us at hashtag Ike Baron Holtz. <laughs> I thought he was. Uh, I thought he was quite good. The, he had that funny joke about his search history. Go and erase my search history. Oh, yeah. So he was a fun. Like he was a funny guy. He was obviously, you know, he, I liked the shirt he wore in the scene where he met the Joker. He was sort of dressed in this like zebra, the zebra oh, shirt. It was a really strange outfit choice. <laughs> Another kind of pimp seventies theme. Classic Ike. Um, classic Ike clothing. Uh, but what happened to him? You know. Um, but yeah, it felt like he needed his comeuppance at some point because there was that horrible flashback where they're force feeding Harley. Yeah. And then he's like there taking a selfie, which I'm sure if you're 14, that was a really edgy, funny joke. But yeah. for anyone else, just felt a bit unnecessary. And it kind of felt like if you're seeding all this stuff about him being like Will Smith saying, I'm going to kill you one day, and Harley Quinn saying, like, you're going to. Because she says, you know, you're in big trouble, or she, she kind mm. of says a th- something. You feel like if you're seeding all this. Something bad's going to happen to this guy. What happened to him? Why did you seed something and then not finish it? That seems really strange. But then I um, I heard an argument saying that he was in the helicopter scene at the end, which goes down where the Joker rescues Harley Quinn. So, was he? Yeah, that, that's what I thought. I was like, I don't no. think he was. I think that's someone just trying there to give him a comeuppance. Griggs, we wanted him to die, but he didn't. It's a yeah. shame. Uh, next up is Harley Quinn. Uh, going into it, seeing the trailers, I thought it'd be really annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was, but only for about ten seconds during yeah. that annoying, sexy bit in the cage. After that, I thought she was great. Yeah, I liked her like customized gear, like a funny revolver and her like uh, baseball jacket. I thought that was really good. Um, I liked the fact that she just basically had a gun and a baseball bat. Wasn't so big on the hot pants. Felt quite sorry for Margot Robbie, especially mm-hmm. in that scene with all the water and the rain at the end. She yeah. must have been freezing. And they were the kind of hot pants where it wasn't just like a normal hot pant length. It was unnecessarily butt short. Butt was showing. Yeah, it was, it was lower butt. So you can get away with it. When it's like lower butt, you're like, oh, it's not enough for it to be pornographic. But if she Cheeky bends girls. over, I can see yeah. stuff. That's kind of a, a necessary evil, isn't it, with superhero films is the female characters do tend to be scantily clad. Or, but then I guess with like black... Widow who wears a leather cat suit. Yeah, but at least it's like covering all of her. But it's skin tight. It's very skin tight, but I get that. I, I feel like well, that's more practical for the kicking and the punching. Whereas Harley Quinn, it's like she's going to get. She would have got pneumonia. It was, like you said, rain. It didn't seem like a warm place, whatever fucking bullshit city they went to. What was the, it like? Cap- city, city, capital city. Detroit city. Big city. Yeah. Um, yeah. Metro city? Can't have, been me- no. can't have been Metro City. I feel like it was Metro City. No. She was good. I like the flashbacks where it sort of shows that she does have this um, the American dream with Jared mm. where he's not in that stupid get up and then just got kids. Even she was almost quite tragic, which I wasn't expecting. I, I thought that that was, yeah, that was quite the, the interesting thing about her was how she had this, you know, even though they re-edited it so it was an abusive relationship, you could clearly see there was the seams of 
an abusive relationship with the Joker. Yeah. And because th- you spend the whole film going, you can do better. You can do better. Even as a batshit crazy woman, you can do better. Um, so her sort of turn at the end where he rescues her in the very in- unsecure prison... You just think... Who's in Louisiana? Who wants to go there? It's a shithole. Well, That's all have security. you been to Louisiana? Uh, no. Well, guaranteed. Nice but I've, I've been to, to three cities in New York, <laughs> and I've, guaranteed, I've gathered all I need. I've gathered all the information the con- about America. Of the continent. Yeah. But also, uh, sorry to interject, I was thinking about this earlier. So she's very, very good at fighting, and she seems to have some kind of circus skills... Like thing. a harlot. That's that's it fitting with the Joker's brand. Yes, but why is she so good? Because you know, at the beginning when you first see her and she's like twisting on the rope thing. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know the technical term for the rope thing. Um, I just know it's a thing from the BBC One cut between programs. For yeah. A while. So, so that thing. Um, so she must have some background in circus skills. So. Where did that come from? I don't really know the character well enough. Maybe. I don't know a lot about Harley Quinn. I'm more of a Marvel guy. Um, but I, I don't... <laughs> Hi. Hi. I'm more of a Marvel guy. But I've, I've got no idea. Unless it's implied that um, after she went mental and uh, gave she, up... She ran off to the circus with the yeah, joke. The he joke... was like, before you can actually be my girlfriend, I need you to go deep into the circus life. Would you die for me? Would you learn circus skills from me? Would you go to circus camp? For five years. <laughs> Pushed her into a giant custard pie. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> what are your pus- custard pie skills like? Yeah, so she has to, obviously she has to pass the circus skills test before he will, I don't know, they're not married, are they? They're sort of, I, <laughs> I guess, I'd, I'd say they're probably in an open relationship. I feel like... They're common law married, common- is my head canon. <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> I feel like um, she... Yeah, she has these great moments and she has these like really vulnerable moments which are really, really nice. Mm, yeah. And she has a t- couple of like really terrible like, oh, I'm a girl but I'm also really crazy. Such and I'm as a- from the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Why so- are you doing that for? We're bad guys. Yeah, she has a couple of <laughs> say what you see moments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys, just so, so you know what's going on in the plot. And um, there's that bit in the lift where she goes up and they're like, Harley, and she's like, oh, maybe, like a little wave. And then yeah. they get up the top and she's killed three men. Yeah, and they're all like, damn, girl, you're that- a girl and you've killed men. Yeah. Like, they must know because she's an accomplice in the murder of Robin, who is Batman's yeah, mate. Yeah. So she's already, apart from Deadshot, the guy in there with like the most chops. Yeah, she's like- got the most kill count compared to, well, we don't know how many people Killer Croc has eaten. Well, because I no, but like Diablo, all his stuff was like I don't know if it counts if you set a fire and someone dies in it. That's like a secondary kill. You only get half points because she's been running around with the Joker for years. But she, years. but she's worse because she didn't do it for money and it wasn't mafia bosses. She did it for love. Yeah, exactly. So she did it because <laughs> for fun. She did it for lols. Shits and, and giggles. And she, yeah, she did it for the lols and she didn't get paid and she probably has killed some pretty innocent people. Well, they all have. But yeah, over, overall, true. Harley Quinn, again, I reckon, with Deadshot or Silwith, um, one of the better bits of the film, one of the few things that could possibly redeem it. Um, we might have to burn through the next ones quite yeah, quickly. Yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry, so, guys. Christopher Dyson, missing hand guard. I loved him. Loved Where th- was his hand, though? Oh, dear, I'm going to say this wrong. Bamdajan Bamba, t-shirt vendor. 
t-shirt vendor. Oh, at the yes! beginning, Superman yeah. is dead. Um, and, and then, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. That was good character building. Good work, you. I love that work. Yeah, he was uh, like, plot, guys, do you remember the film? No one liked. Well, <laughs> sorry. DC Extended it's, Universe, yeah, working well. It forms well. a big part of this film <laughs> because is Amanda... What, no. She's next. And she's next because it films a big part, obviously, for the motivation for Amanda... Walla. Yeah. Oh, her name is such a. I keep wanting well, to say. Well, her real name's Viola Davis. Yeah, Viola Davis. Um, Speaking of, let's just go into Viola Davis. Yeah, so Viola Davis. Um, Kicked huge amounts of ass. She was brilliant. Fucking loved her. Uh, but her reasoning for forming the Suicide Squad was the death of Superman in case. It was, I thought it was like just the existence of Superman. I thought it was to do with the fact that, like, now he's gone, who's going to protect us? Or what if someone comes down who has the power of Superman, but he's in a bad mood? Yeah, because also, I thought, well, it's probably a bit of both, that, like, when Superman revealed himself, Mm. in this universe, there's been no superheroes since then. So I thought the basic plot was, it could also be because he's dead, he can't stop them. What if Superman had gone wrong? But I don't know, I thought it wasn't a bad... A bad reason. I thought you could have had a more interesting reason, like an existing threat, unless Enchantress was the existing threat, but she was just being sneaky about it. Yeah, I, I didn't I, quite understand. I like, don't understand a lot about the plot. Let's I mean, honest. I just don't. I don't think. I think the plot was, uh, you know, it was what plot? Of, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, seven plots spoiled the <laughs> meal. Um, <laughs> that's a saying. That's like, so it's like five sayings. I mulched into one. Um, plot in one saves eight. Eight saves. <laughs> so cut all that out. Um, nice. <laughs> so okay. So her reasoning was we. You, we need we need super we need to have super villains. We need to make this meta humans. Yeah, we need to make That's this film. It. We need, we to, need make to make this DC film. money. We need to make DC money. Uh, this sounds like a cool concept. Uh, so meta humans. What if there's some meta humans and we can't control them? And none of these people are meta humans, other than Killer Croc, Diablo, and Diablo. Captain Boomerang's just Australian. Harley Quinn's mental, and Deadshot is just really good with guns. Yeah, unless his like that's his meta human thing. He's like really good at physics. Ah, uh, yeah, he's got he's good it's at math. It's a blurred line. Blurred line. No meta so, two two at most. Killer Crocs a rubbish meta human. He's just a crocodile. Yeah. Okay. So she. So she's like, let's form this squad. This suicide squad. This suicide squad. <laughs> I got up and left the cinema when they said the title, uh, the, as is tradition. The entire film went. The film. The auditorium I was in went. Ugh. When he goes, what are we? Some kind of suicide, suicide squad. squad. And I. Uh, no, uh, you're not. And I pretty heard. I heard. I heard someone go. Oh, fuck's sake <laughs> about three rows back he should have looked to the camera and winked and this is the point where I was into onto my second can of I believe I bought gin and elderflower mix oh did you bring like pre-mix yeah um, man oh, it didn't help that's the only way to watch it did not up, help I just ended up with a headache <laughs> but no apart from that I thought she was great um, didn't necessarily approve with her grand plan of keeping Enchantress's heart with her at all times but fall asleep and not wake up and keep her equally powerful brother in like a cupboard yeah, I think we both had problems with her lax security. I don't know whether it's just because she was tired. She, she, I mean, she's obviously got a very stressful job. Yeah. Um, or whether she just didn't appreciate the need for security around these ancient evil artifacts. I was, I wasn't too sure why the the little brother was or big brother was just in a cupboard. I'm not entirely sure when she seemed like she had everything else set out pretty well. Do you well. think? Uh, she- 
she didn't realise that was actually him in there and she just thought it was a really nice vase. Why would she keep it in the cupboard? You put it out on display on the mantelpiece, a conversation piece, people come round. She doesn't have anyone oh. come round because she's a very... Did you see a husband or a child with her? No, she's a very busy working woman, okay? And oh, frankly, like, oh, we like... are fed up of your expectations of us to be able to, you know, have it all. Sometimes you can't have a job that stressful and a husband and a child. And sometimes you don't have anyone round to appreciate your occasional vase. You're so right. she put the vase in the cupboard because um, she doesn't have. It's very it basically it was a symbol for her very sad existence. I'm sorry, I I should have learned from Silent Witness yeah. that sometimes women can't have it all. And Amanda Waller, Amanda Waller <laughs> is, a, is, a, is, a, is a thing of this. Is an example of that. Yeah, but I like, thought it was a bit weird, which is why the, she fell asleep without locking away the heart. I guess. Well, I guess if you lock it away, that means that she can't get to it quick enough as she needs to. But if in charge... Did it have like a failsafe on it? Because in charge just goes to get it and she's like, Ooh, oh, you know, shit. the. Um, yeah, so bomb. maybe you ha- must have a magical mystic sensor. Or there's just a grenade tied to it. Yeah, well, she wouldn't it's have like... a grenade because she, <laughs> she'd die. Maybe that's what Suicide Squad should have been, just like a couple of tips on how to. Just people going like, I'm Brian of a Suicide Squad. And this I'm Deadshot. How... I could shoot myself. Yeah, I'm Harley Quinn. How they would kill <laughs> How would she kill herself? Oh, but she did. She jumped she... into the vat of chemicals. Yes. Um, Killer Croc would. Eat, eat himself, himself. drown in a sewer, Diablo, drown? fire, boomerang, Australia. Boomerang himself, Australia. Just being, Outback. A, just being Australian. He'd go to that place where um, Wolf Creek, where that guy was who killed everyone. <laughs> He'd go to the Wolf Creek Outback. Suicide by Wolf Creek. Suicide by Wolf it's a sequel, so it's called. Moving um, on from this section. Yeah, we've, oh, we've done him, haven't we? <laughs> he died of fire. Right. We should probably move on. Yeah. Okay, so Amanda Waller, she's good, but she's lonely, I guess. Yeah, I, guess I really like that. the bit which I did see coming. Yeah. Uh, when she was in the helicopter capping all the raspberry men. Yeah. That was cool. And then she killed all the... We have a weird result. They were like, oh, we've got to go and rescue her from this tower. Yeah, they like, didn't make sense. I guess all. the fear was maybe they'd all bust in and kill her first, but she could see them coming. Well, and they were, were going to notice that it was her at some point, so I don't know why they just yeah. didn't... Well, let's gloss over it. It was yeah. a, pointless, a pointless twist, but it wasn't that egregious, I guess. Yeah. It wasn't like a nonsensical thing. It was just... Why'd you bother with that? It was one? almost like, you know, if someone did a really bad practical joke on you and it wasn't funny. Yeah. And they were just like, Oh look what I've done. Like they put a whoopee cushion <laughs> underneath you and you're like, oh, it's exactly. not actually yeah. very funny. It was kind of that like I'm really pleased with myself because of this twist and the audience was like, That was a bad twist. It was. it was it was like half a twist. Anyway. On, the pl- on the plus side though, that thing at the end after the, did you see the after credit scene? Oh, yeah, when she went to well, Batfleck. Re- yeah, and she went, you got to stop working nights. Fucking sick line. Yeah, There's and he bit- was like... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> he was like, Jennifer Garner, come back. Like she's, she canonically knows that Batman is Bruce Wayne and vice versa. Yeah. And I like that they just never really put much stock into that. Yeah. So she just knows who he is and she's not done anything with it. Probably because he's not a metahuman, he's just rich. Yeah, but he could just say, uh, why, why, what about the fact that you you know, didn't put your vase in a safe? <laughs> and she would have been like, good comeback, Batfleck. And he would have been fuck. like, and she'd be like, yeah, that's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better if he just grabbed her. That could have... And was like, I know you're lonely. I know this is hard for you. He's doing the Batman voice. Yeah. I know you're lonely. I know you're lonely. How did you know it was me? It's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> she's also doing the Batman voice. <laughs> and she's Let- like, what about crime during the day? I guess they just not die. His, not his they jurisdiction. Just die, not his problem. Superman can That's sort that out. Yeah. He's sleeping. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Let's onto... fuck should be her, her catchphrase when she went into battle. <laughs> just to everyone. <laughs> Let's fuck. 
And she just <laughs> dead shot says something grim. She goes, "Let's fuck." <laughs> like, okay then. Yeah. When the helicopter crashes, he cocks the gun. <laughs> Let's fuck. Let's fuck. <laughs> like I am raspberry man. I have no genitals. Little raspberries, maybe. I don't oh, know. a little bunch. Little raspberries. Peeking and out. Then jam comes out instead of semen. <laughs> Little raspberries peeking out like a sparrow in a bush. Anyway. Next character, Ted Whittle was Admiral Olsen. Um, Grey, who? Uh, no idea. No. David Harbour is Dexter Tolliver, the bloke from Stranger Things. We loved him. We loved him. He's great. Wasn't as good without a beard. Uh, yeah, or I'm, his little hat. Or I his do quite fancy problem. him, which does kind of... But, but he was great. I love his little speech. He was really bored. He was like, what if yeah. Superman tore off the roof of the Oval Office... And, I've got to set up the plot some... What if a Superman flew up the present and said, let's fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was great. <laughs> it's because his delivery, his delivery of the reason for the plot was so bored. He was like, oh God, another expositional role. Have you, you seen me in Stranger Things? It's much better than all of this. Yeah, he turned the camera halfway through and just gone, watch Check Stranger out. Things on Netflix. It's much better. Yeah. At one point, I punched my way to the centre of the conspiracy. Love him. Yeah. Next one, Robert Atkin Downs as Angelo. Great, loved him. No, uh, fuck him, no idea. Robert no. B. Kennedy, US Marshal. Fuck off. Billy Otis, Mafia Snitch. So is he... Wait. He must have been the bloke the Deadshot shot. <laughs> So he was the guy who got... He was the... Um, oh, Angelo! Remember he goes, this guy's going to start singing Angie down the phone. That's who he played. No? He was the voice. What? What? The guy on the phone. When Deadshot's like, oh, the, your birdies... Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They get a pass because that scene so was really was good. So he was quick McFingersy. Yeah, quick type. Quick type, Because right. he was the only one who could get... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, they get a pass because that seems wicked. Shailen Pierre Dixon as Zoe. Loved Zoe. Uh, that- I assume that's Deadshot's daughter. Yeah. She was good. I liked that whole thing. We discussed that earlier. Yeah. Next up, oh, Jared God. Leto as the Joker. Ah, 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 so, um, ah. stretching the medical an- analogy as far as we can, he flatlined before he was on the screen. <laughs> no one. Well done. No one likes him. No one likes the Joker. No, <laughs> like Everyone loves the Joker. No one likes Jared Leto's... Jared Leto's method (laughs) bullshit (laughs) fuck off Jared Leto's interpretation was like Johnny Depp doing an impression of Heath Ledger after after a severe head injury to fit you almost like to fix this film you need a much I thought not everyone agrees with me much less Joker Mm. like if he was just in text form until the reveal on the helicopter then he was on the minigun oh that'd be good "Eh, eh, yeah but it wasn't Jared Leto I have a machine gun Jake Gyllenhaal, I think he'd be good. <gasps> he would be amazing. Yeah. I don't know why I think that. But and I just he wouldn't. Earlier, he wouldn't do interviews in which he was telling everyone how he sent everyone dead rats covered in condoms, whatever. The fuck left little he... notes in the camera saying, "Who's filming who? <laughs> like, <laughs> who's the real camera?" Oh, he there's was... a reason he's in none of the after-party shots. Yeah. There's a reason why it's always Jai Courtney or Will Smith holding a camera, looking happy, and Jared Leto is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Is, is, he I, just sucked, dude. I, I think, he just fucking sucked. <laughs> I think. I think the problem is, it's like he was basically telling the world that he was, he was making this amazing Shakespearean style, memorable. You know, he was he was gonna be the most amazing joke. He he built it up so much with all his antics and his behaviour. Japes. With all his japes, <laughs> psychotic japes, and sort of like becoming the Joker, but. 
it amounted to nothing. And even if Jared Leto says, oh, actually, there's so much more that wasn't shown on screen. Throwing his big actor sulk about, oh, I put so much yeah, more Yeah, if you saw more of my it. acting, it would have been better. No, he no, basically misunderstood. I, it's like you can't imagine what kind of method acting would lead to such a surface level interpretation of the Joker because he did that loud quiet thing where he just went really quiet and then he went really loud and then he was and he did the close to your face far away from your face thing as a way of intimidation he was basically like I'm going to rape you was his motivation <laughs> everyone everyone is like I'm either going to fuck you or I'm going to eat you or I'm going to rape you I'm just not going to you know it's like I'm going to act in front of you and you're going to have to watch it and not giggle yeah it was just oh show it, you all my toys it was oh, just oh Jared could you not Put them back in the pram. Because don't you think, like, if, if someone's going to be intimidating, it's it's quite, like, a quiet, subtle thing where you just watch them going, at any moment, they're going to do something insane and unexpected. For some people, yes. I think it's not necessarily everyone. Like, if Phil Mitchell tried to do quiet intimidating, it wouldn't work. Whereas if Ross Kemp did it, mm. Grant Mitchell, yeah, yeah. that would work. There we go. Or, he was he was Phil Mitchelling it. He wasn't Ross Kemping it. Yeah. I was thinking, um, actually, how he reminded me of Eddie Redmayne in Jupiter Ascending in his... But he did, like, <laughs> yeah, the he way does. he did the, the baddie thing. But Eddie Redmayne was like, this is a pile of shit. I'm going to have fun with it. Yeah. And he did. Like, he was... I thought he was amazing. And I thought he was... I was like, give him the Oscar for that. Not the theory of everything. <laughs> um, it was just... I, I like the way he, he was so hammy in it. Whereas Jared Leto was like, I'm going to take this really super... Like, I'm going to take this really seriously. Not remembering he's making a stupid ser- superhero film. At yeah. the end of the day, you guys aren't making... This is a film for children, Jared. Yeah, this is basically... Jared, if you're listening, <laughs> please. Please stop. And I'm sorry, I just have to bring up the fact that um, other than the laughing bit he kept doing, he's like, he went, that's what the Joker would do. The Joker would laugh. The, the, I was going to say, the scene where, which really upset me, where Jared Leto was like lying down... Um, um, the trailer shot with the knives. Yeah, surrounded by knives and baby grows. <laughs> and someone was like saying, oh, it's because there's um, something to do with Harley Quinn being... I said that. That was me. Yeah, you said, but I heard someone else say that, <laughs> oh. say that as well. Like the idea that she miscarried or was pregnant. But, that, don't you think that's sort of putting too much... Um, assuming that David Ayer perhaps is good at subtlety... I genuinely don't think he would have thought, oh, let's put in some hints here towards pregnancy or anything like that without bringing it up in the film. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know enough. I mean, I've seen End of Watch and Fury. Was he, did he do Fury? He did Fury, yeah. Uh, yeah but those, you... those aren't subtle films. <laughs> no, no, but like nothing else in, in Suicide Squad is subtle. So yeah. I think it's giving him too much credit to think that he was like hinting at some kind of pregnancy thing. I think he just went, do you know what's a really weird juxtaposition? Baby grows and knives. <laughs> I genuinely think that's why I did it. I feel like he just went to mother care and went, babies, ooh, they, they'd be weird if they had knives, right? <laughs> Let's put them in the scene. So set dresser. Did the Joker set out those knives or did he get a lackey to exactly. do it? Exactly. Because and he was... would have had to position himself. And and like, can you imagine being his henchman and just you kind of going, could you put these baby grows like just around me? Sort of you, like I circling mean, me? Could you put those baby grows? <laughs> <laughs> I bought Normal. 65 baby girls <laughs> at mother care. I got pissed and went on Amazon. I fucked it up. <laughs> I worst. thought they were normal sized. I thought it could be a thing I could wear. <laughs> he sucked. Anyway. Next character. Yeah. Next character is James McGowan as Panda Man. My second favorite mm. Joker henchman. One of the many... Th- the only- After the Batman henchman. 
uh, after the giant eyeball henchman. Oh yeah, no, he was good. He was really good. <laughs> My as well. few things I like about the Joker was his ever-present, like sort of all-powerful team of henchmen. He'd sweep through the room yeah. with his team. The guy dressed as a giant panda, love it. Completely impractical to bring to a gunfight. Top work. Love Panda Man. So Panda Man, yay. Panda Man, good. Next is Jim Parak as Frost. Who? Yeah, fine. Derek Perk, psych patient. Terrible, awful acting. Shouldn't worst, be allowed. Worst, worst. Worst member of Suicide Squad. Uh, then is Common as Monster T. Oh, was that the guy with the tattoos who was in that really confusing Ooh, scene in the beginning? Maybe in alternate names, Tattooed Man. Yes. yes, it was. It was that man in that scene where he went, I won't fuck your wife. And Joker went, okay. <laughs> Common law wife. Well, I'm going to kill you now for some reason, mainly because he got to, wanted to say a cool line. Um, that was a contradictory scene. I felt that they couldn't work out whether the joke, whether he Joker would be angry at him for fucking his wife or not fucking his wife. So they were like, wife. yeah, common <laughs> So he went, oh, you know what? He's both. just gonna kill him. It's just both, both. They just wanted this excuse to have him go. Oh yeah, sweet talking me and put it in a cool thing. But yeah, okay. Common, I think, as a rapper. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. Character gone too Character soon. Character was literally in there to give Joker things to say. Yeah, and to show that Joker was... Um, crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Fuck him. Uh, okay, next up is Jai Courtney as Boomerang. Not Captain Boomerang. Just Boomerang. I thought Why was... did I think it was Captain Boomerang? Because I think that's what he's, he's called. He's just an admiral. <laughs> Wait, Commodore Boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, it's still up. Seaman Boomerang. Boomerang. No, that's he probably no. got one. But, no, I think he's called Captain Boomerang in the comics. So, um, I think even though Jay Courtney was Australian... Good day. He was offensive to Australians. He did. Because his Australian <laughs> accent was so... He did a Hugh Jackman Australian, didn't he? In, <laughs> like, you know, in Australia, where Hugh I'm Jackman's Wolverine. like, I'm Australian. <laughs> but he is Australian. But it's like us doing, you know, I'm British. Hello. Hello. I'm a British person. Gosh. This is what people think British people sound like. So, I'm doing... A example, you know, so I feel like... Akira Knightley. Uh, yeah, so I feel like they went, just in case people don't understand that Australians, you know, aren't ridiculous in their accents, we really... Can you be more Australian, Jay? I think Jay's And perform- drink Fosters, which <laughs> no Australians drink. Brewed in the UK, also- mate. Yeah. Fosters Comedy Moments, Channel 4, sponsor of 8 out of 10 cats. <laughs> and Suicide <laughs> Squad. <laughs> I think that Jay Courtney's boomerang character, I really liked him. I thought he provided mm. a good bout of current relief. I thought he was really interesting. Even though most of his good jokes were spoiled by the trailers, they still worked. Mm. Like with the bit with Diablo with the fire. He's like, ooh, fire, mate. I've got the yeah. lighter. It's got a point. A lighter and a deodorant can, you're basically as powerful as Diablo. Until he turns into the uh, The carnival fire. demon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he says, what's up, bitch? Or whatever. Uh, I like the bit where he they have that really intimate sort of emotional bit in the bar and then he grabs two tinnies and fucks off. Yeah, I love, love that. that. Why uh, did he come back though? There's uh, a missing scene. There's missing scene. I liked uh, when he turned up in a bag. <laughs> He's just in a bag. For, which says, I think someone, I listened to another podcast. Um, there are no other podcasts There are, there are no other podcasts I'll tweet us at only podcast <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Hashtag Jay um, Burt's Holt or whatever. Um, <laughs> Ike. Ike. Brian Smithy. Um, and uh, apparently it says, like, from Australia on the bag. Like, it's a post bag. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. I Well, Jay Courtney, in everything else he's been in, has been quite boring. I think he's had a lot of roles. Because he was in Terminator and... Was he? Yeah, he was in Terminator and Die Hard 4. Not the original. Mother Russia, whatever it's called. From Russia, Die Weird. Hard. <laughs> yeah. Die hard in Russia. Um, so he's basically been very uncharismatic and boring in these leading man roles because everyone's gone. They've done that thing like the guy who played um, Gambit. Um, I'm showing up on the 
John, what's the guy who was in uh, who was John Mars in John Carter from Mars? Whatever his name is. Oh, John Taylor I, I, Taylor. What's his face? Taylor Lautner. Court. I don't know. Taylor Kitsch. I don't, I, I Taylor Kitsch. Know. Okay, so he has that thing with like the same as Taylor Kitsch where people. Taylor Kitsch from he wasn't John Carter from Mars. He was in um bloody uh, oh god the Wolf Man Twilight. No, that's oh god. Right, I'm gonna put this <laughs> up. What we talk? Uh, I'll talk more about what my opinions are on Boomerang while she's looking that up. Um, I what I didn't like about Boomerang slash realised about Boomerang was his sort of Boomerang drone that uh, she's right yeah, no, I Taylor am right. Kitsch Taylor is not Kitsch, the guy yeah. from at all so, so um, Jay Courtney has that Taylor Kitsch thing of where he's been given a lot of opportunities to prove his charisma and has not and I felt with Captain Admiral Sir Boomerang <laughs> Sir Boomerang Sir Boomerang of Australia he really Good day. he really uh, showed his um, charisma <laughs> Lord Boomerang um, yeah, but I did. I thought that his weird drone boomerang was a weird addition. Yeah, that didn't really make sense in because terms of what, how boomerangs work. Why isn't the camera constantly spinning? Yeah. Why does he have an app on his phone that just streams HD video to it and control? That was stupid. Apart from that, boomerang top work. Yeah, I felt his like fluffy unicorn thing was redundant. unnecessary. Because they had, you know, when they had those um, flashcards. Flashcards, yeah. Um, Top Trump's cards at the beginning. Fetish unicorns. Why though? Yeah, yeah. And they were like, uh, so people would go, Deadpool, lol. There's a thing. Why was he in the same prison as a crocodile, the god of fire, and the world's most deadliest hitman? When he just robbed banks. He was just a bank robber who was Australian, but like Mad Max Australian. Not normal Australian. Yeah. Uh, but he also had three life, in- life sentences, he said at For the end. robbing banks? So How must- many banks do you have to rob to get a life? sentence because it's just money but did he kill the guy at the beginning just threw a boomerang when the flash turned up I can't unless his boomerangs are like laced with poison kind of made of knives but I don't know if that would bonk in you on the head I mean we don't have like we said we don't have medical training and your first aid (laughs) if you're a doctor uh, tweet in with hashtag boomerang so deadly (laughs) boomerang knives death question mark So I love The Flash. I love The Flash TV show. I think it's amazing. Um, so I'm really disappointed that the actor uh, who's in The Flash TV show isn't in the film. But I feel like his appearance was pointless uh, in the film other than to just remind you that there's going to be another film as if in the we DCU didn't. universe. No, DCU. As if we didn't all... DCEU. DC. DCU. As if we didn't all know the Justice League film was coming out. We needed Ezra Miller, who I thought was a folk singer. Uh, <laughs> he's, got an, he's got a folk singer name though yeah I thought he was a folk singer uh, next up Jay Hernandez Diablo I thought he was brilliant I, liked I really him. liked him there were bits I didn't like about him um, was it the bit did he was it the bit where he was in that weird tank and he spelled out love it was the fire. bits where he regenerate little hats and things from fire, like when he oh, killed everyone. Oh, with the dancing everyone, woman. The dancing woman, and in the prison bit where he kills everyone, he then generates a fire crown that hovers above his head and looks like something he did in After Effects. Right. Didn't like that about Diablo. How come? I thought it was really naff. Yeah. And I was like, he had to have more respect for himself than to generate a fire crown to hover above his head. But that was just me. Um, I didn't particularly like how after having known the squad for four hours, he went, you're now my family. Yeah, that was <laughs> ridiculous. Because again, the problem in the film, one mission. We needed a montage of missions. We needed a montage like of Captain America. Hilarious, yeah, hilarious moments, little bits, like yeah, different not... varieties. You know, maybe they could have all saved a cat up a tree. Think how funny. But that would have been funny, right? And if then they it were turns all saving... out Deadshot had a contract on the cat. And, yeah, oh, and then he shoots it in the face. 
Don't murder the cat. And no. that's Kevin Spacey in Nine Lives Dead <laughs> in the crossover universe. Um, yeah, he. Um, yeah, it was. It was a bit. I mean, if I was the rest of the guys, I'd be like, "Whoa!" Like we haven't known each other that long. Um, I don't think we can be family. Like I really like you as a friend, but um, friend zoning the suicide. Like, squad. Yeah, I'm friend zoning your family. <laughs> like, who am I? Your uncle? I've been. Can I be like a second cousin? Like removed. Yeah, I think we need to build towards. You know, you're my family. Homes. You're my family because he's got no family because they're dead. Because he, he killed, killed them, them in yeah. his weird carnival demon form. Yeah. Which, at that point, when that appeared, because I was already so uninvested in the second half of the film anyway, mm. I beige like, oh, fuck it, yeah, cool, he's a demon, why not? Yeah. And that fight with... Incubus. Incubus, Trivium, and... Brand- <laughs> it was Brandon Boyd. Brandon Brand- Boyd. Of Incubus, that's his best <laughs> And then they sacrificed him, and then he was... The- to be fair to everyone else, they also agreed they weren't family and they blew him up quite easily and seemed to show no remorse whatsoever. No one seemed to be... Because there wasn't even... I hope um, he comes back and is pissed. Yeah, because he was he was genuinely the most interesting character because he... It was interesting having someone who's like, I'm not going to do anything, I'm not going to do anything, I'm not going to do anything. And then Will Smith manages to make him do something by... Um, aggravating him. That's not good aggravation I mean, for killing all the raspberry from a From a practical standpoint, it seemed like... Deadshot could have shot all those men much quicker than it would take to amp up Diablo to the point where he'd burn yeah. them all to death slowly. Like, raspberries could just be shot. They were just standing there. So yeah. can I just go to a, a real massive problem I have with all the raspberry men being in the twist mission, the fake mission at the beginning? The mission you think is like, maybe they're killing Enchantress, but they're saving what's-her-face. We don't know who they're saving. <clears throat> yeah, they're just saving <clears throat> HVTs or Yeah, yeah, so they're people. saving an important person. So... The thing I found most confusing about that was all the Blackberry Raspberry men are guarding... The Berry Boys. They're all ahead of them. So it's like as if they're guarding this Ooh. important person. Whoa. So that's why I thought it was Enchantress, because I was like... The Berry well, Boys. they're fighting their way through the Blackberry Boys. <laughs> so why aren't the Blackberry Boys just killing... <laughs> the Blackberry Boys, they're really far behind on phones. <laughs> like... That's that's why it did, that didn't make any sense to me because no. it was like why are they in the building? Why are they outside the door? Why are they here? Why are they here? Are they are they trying to get Rick Flag away? And if so, why are they always in front of them and surprised by the Suicide Ooh. Squad? That doesn't make any sense. What didn't make sense to me about the Blackberry Boys <laughs> is when we first see them. There's that little bit in that alleyway, that soundstage. Um, where Commander A is like, don't engage them, Flag. It doesn't work. We know that. Yeah. And then they engage them, and it works really well. They kill yeah. loads of them. Yeah. And then every encounter since that, from then, like Harley Quinn beats them to death with a bat. The crocodile just punches them apart. Seems like you can kill them pretty easily. Like the National Guard could probably sort this and out. The Navy SEALs are probably quite well trained. Like they just, they're just black. Like some of them have axes. Yeah. They're Navy SEALs. They've got big old guns. Just shoot the Blackbird boys. Yeah, but. <laughs> Oh, uh, anyway. Right, next character. Oh, no, it's another. Adewale Akinoye Agbat. Sorry. Killer Croc. Echo from African Lost. African name. I'm not very good. Echo from Lost. Echo from Lost. Uh, why did they arrest him? He was a crocodile. What did he do? Where did he come from? How did he become a crocodile? Why did he live in the basement? Because I want to be down here. All right, fair enough. Why, he he's a why did he think he was beautiful? I did like that line, though. Well, I did I'm think I'll be beautiful. honest with you. I would have been like, you know, you're not. You look awful. Pointless. Why did he want BET Entertainment just to sort of be like, oh yeah, I'm black. Guys, guys, I'm a black character. BET. Do you think that was, what, what is, what did he, what, I didn't even Black understand. Entertainment Television. Right. Is that a channel? Yes, it is a channel. 
Yeah. But it was also like the way they just didn't ever at any point sort of explain why he was a crocodile. Yeah, because that would obviously be a really interesting origin story. There was actually something interesting I read about um, how, you know, other than Jared Leto doing the weird sort of method acting, the guy, Echo from Lost. Um, Waylon Jones is the character's name. Is that his, what? Is Waylon that, Jones? Killer Croc is his real name. His real name is Waylon Jones. Jones. Waylon Jones. Uh, to become him, he listened to interviews with a Japanese um, cannibal. And he used, oh. when he got put into makeup, he used to listen to interviews with him to help him get into character. Huh. How disappointed must he have been when he was like, but my character. Like, he was quite scary. That's the thing. I thought he was quite a scary. Yeah, yeah kind of character but I just also felt like he just didn't get to do anything interesting other than swim a little bit at the end when he and says uh, you're just tourists I live in the sewer yeah. which is a good line makes no sense yeah because you're like why are you visiting the, so- the sewer guys right who's touring around the sewer but pop, yeah tried his best wasn't given enough Cara Delvine June Moon and Enchantress <laughs> what was going on with Enchantress like why did they have that weird second costume where she just sort of twerked in front of a wormhole for twen- for like for two hours? Yeah, why did she need to change? Why did um, every sort of transition lead to her outfits becoming... Less. Less, <laughs> yeah. Because I liked that. Like when they're in the room and she's like, June, June Moon, we need Enchantress. Yeah. And that thing where her hand comes up and they twist. Yeah, That yeah, was yeah, a cool yeah. shot. That was really cool. And then she's well done, weird. whoever came up with that. That was That awesome. was sick. And then she fucks off to a ran. Yeah. And, but why... I don't know why... They, it was like she became more... Because it was interesting when she was all creepy and it looked like she had flies around dump. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like, she smelled really bad. <laughs> she was stuck in a bottle in a cave for yeah, 2,000 Yeah, so years. she was really stinky, so she had all these flies around her. And then it was like the more powerful she got, the more sexy she got. And with a big stupid hat on. And the the better her headwear got. It's yeah. like, she was like, I can go to Ascot now, finally. Um, but it was just kind of... Why was she in a bathtub? In that thing yes. that shows Rick Flair rescuing her, is that like an anti-magic bathtub? Again, I feel like there's a lot more... Apparently the bit at the beginning where they had lots of cuts of when Amanda's explaining a chant- Enchantress, they have those cuts of her like discovering... June Moon discovering her. June apparently Moon. that was like a very short sequence which was meant to be at the beginning of the film. Oh. Which, oh, yeah. which kind of... You can see how that would work. And I... I'm assuming the mud bath she was in it somehow relates to that. Stop the enchantress coming out or something. Yeah, or maybe she was like, she stinks so bad. <laughs> June <laughs> Moon, really get in this bath. bath. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I thought this enchantress was wasted, I think. And I thought it was weird how they tried to make like a plot twist, not to us, but to the characters that, that they were hunting was, her halfway he, through. Yeah. And it's like, why is that a twist? They don't give a shit. Why like, is it a twist that, like, Rick Flagg is having sex with her? Why is Rick Flagg having sex with her? How why does that is their relationship so uninteresting? Because any scene they had with her, it was basically when she was June Moon. June there were some bits of it which were, like, really interesting, and you could see her going, like, this is terrifying. Please I'm kill be me. Here. Please kill me. And she basically was mostly resorted to kind of being a victim, and occasionally just going, oh, no, oh, oh, help, and then hugging him. Poor Kara. Well, it's like, why didn't they show, I don't know, just like to invest in their relationship? Why didn't they just kind of show them having like a laugh or anything? Anything which, apart from them. Being, well, I don't see like why. Like he rescued her out of the bath and then he just rescues her and. I don't see how Rick Flag having intercourse with her helps the thing of them not. Like, why does that, how does that help in your role to control them? Yeah. And sure, how is Amanda so good at matchmaking that she made them fall in love? <laughs> well, she made Grinder. That's the oh, secret yeah. thing. 
that's the secret. That's, that's in the comics, actually. Tinder. And that's how she knows Batman's Bruce Wayne, because on right, his grinder right. profile, right, he's like, I'm sense. Batman. Enjoys the night, the day, not a fan. <laughs> not a morning person. Um, so... How would she like? How would Amanda like make them fall in love? What would she do? Be like? She doesn't introduce oh, them. Oh, guys, you both turned up here. Um, <laughs> actually, I have made dinner. There is some wine in the uh, the fridge, and, and there's some your... champagne, in, and there's some like chocolate covered strawberries. But I've got to go because I'm a very busy career woman. So, um, can I have your you heart? Guys just enjoy this. Can I have your By heart? By the way, FYI, can I borrow your heart? Can I put um, it in this box? Do you mind? Can I have your I... brother in this fucking cupboard as well? Cheers, yeah. mate. See you later, Rick. He's fucker. My Let's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, your mission to have sex with her okay so um who's next we no done we didn't i rick think flag? i think we're yes it was it was rick flag so one g on the imdb website okay I so i keep G's. putting two in because flag I, seems like a thing not a name yeah it seems like it should have two g's yeah to me anyway but maybe i'm incorrect no 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 i think you're right i didn't get him i thought i like i this is gonna sound really shallow i thought the, the actor looked weird what do you mean? Me what off. was weird? He looked greasy. He looked greasy. Greasy, like a greasy fellow. And that made you think. I don't think he's very good <laughs> yeah. at commanding a unit. No, it's like why did he bring de- those letters from Deadshot's daughter with him? Why? why did he bring that massive ring binder with him, with all that secret information in? Surely he's they'd be a like soldier. He'd need bullets. Hmm? And he'd be a soldier. He'd need bullets in that space. Or surely. They'd, or they'd just be like, "You're going on a secret mission. Please don't bring admin." <laughs> yeah, he's really behind bring... in his paperwork. Yeah, exactly. I'm really sorry, I've got to sign this off. Fuck him. No, I, I I've got I all these like letters. Him. Imagine if like Will Smith opened the letters and they're just all like really badly written. <laughs> it's all Rick Flag wrote it's them really, yeah. with his left hand. Yeah, so it looks like a child's just done trying him. to make him feel better. As a character, I didn't understand him. I thought I thought he was fine. Uh-huh. I thought he was he was almost like the straight man for the group, wasn't he? He was like he was like the um, grumpy boss. Uh, no, the grumpy sort of like chief in a cop film wasn't he he was like you guys oh I love you really kind of thing I just didn't I don't know I kind of felt like for his sort of character he should have been a bit more, bit more ridiculous with how like soldiery he was mm. he just felt he just sat in this weird thing of he's not the straight man because Deadshot is so he's just like the authority figure no but Deadshot's a funny guy yeah but he was kind of so he was the authority figure and maybe they needed someone who should we move on from Rick Flag? yeah Aiden... yeah Rick Flag. fuck you Aiden Devine as chairman he uh, was a really bad chairman. Andrew B, Navy one star admiral, only one star. One star. TripAdvisor, oh, not God. good. Clive yeah. McLean, Air Force two star general. Two star. Oh well. Hmm. I'm not going to read their names out. Oh, sorry, guys. You can see the credits. You want to know everyone? Um, Army one star general. Why have they put their um, five <laughs> their members of the National Security Council? They're no. not even going to individually they're, name them. They were fine. The National Security Council was fine. Uh, Rosemary de los Santos as hot girl patron. So hot. Does it say hot girl? It does girl. say hot girl. Oh. So hot, really patroned the shit out of whatever. She was the best patron. I assume it was a casino as the next character is casino boss. And then it goes as a businessman slash incubus. So incubus. Um, what? Where was, was that from? Pointless. Yeah. I didn't understand the point of him. Why Why does she need her brother to help her open the because pointless portal? She could just... Because he could throw his tentacle arm into her chest to make her heart not be stabbed by Viola Dave. This. Right. He was a metal man. So Incubus that- was. The thing is, in the trailers, I thought it looked really interesting. This yeah. sort of like weird, like metallic, like sort of conglomeration of technology absorbing, and then actually, no, it's just a guy. Okay, mm. it was rubbish. I didn't like it. The guy playing him thought he was great. I yeah, loved. Didn't have much. Elaine Shenwan. 
He was good. He didn't have much to do. He was attractive, but yeah. yeah. He basically was like, I'm going to have a wee before I get the train. Oh, no. (laughs) So Incubus, all well, assumedly all-powerful, unkillable demigod, blown up by a big, like, not even big, quite a large bomb, which didn't even, like, blow up the building, just blew a hole in the floor. But weapons are ineffective against these people. Apart from bombs? Apart from that one bomb that killed him. Pretty good. It's like if it's a bomb, you can't regenerate from the bomb. Scott Eastwood, Lieutenant GQ Edwards, or Demo Charge Guy. Uh, well, his sacrifice was so overlooked. He was just a guy trying to do his job, and they were like, by the way, can you kill yourself so, with this bomb, with this crocodile man next to you? So I feel really strongly about this, and I'm really sorry if I start crying. But, um, <laughs> I felt like... Don't be, we all have emotions. I felt like Scott Eastwood um, was brilliant in this film, and uh, he was Rick Flagg's right-hand man. He never questioned him, he always supported him, and Rick Flagg said... You go under with the bomb, it's got a two-second charge. And no one acknowledged the fact that a two-second charge is not enough time to swim away from a bomb. We all know this. And he knew that Scott Eastwood was not a strong swimmer. Like, I think he knew that going into it. And he didn't even say, thanks for killing yourself. So at the same time as Diablo died and Incubus died, he died as well. And, and the, the ma- film didn't mention it. And uh, and it was I found it quite upsetting because I thought, well, he's just died and no one's acknowledged it. So why, why, why do you have to kill him? Why can't you just not kill him? And if it's not a plot point or mentioned or referenced or no one gives a shit, why have him die? <laughs> Adam Beach, Slipknot. Um, Prediction that he died first came true in stunning form. Yeah, so we made a couple of predictions about what would happen in the film based on the trailer and um, having seen a lot of films and the fact that he was like this weird little... Like, they, they made him very small. Yeah. Um, the, like, what? photos like... And, and press shots as well. They're like, go to the back, Slipknot. You're not important. He was basically a red shirt, wasn't he? Where he just appeared, punched a woman in the face. <laughs> For some reason, he just like, like is that, why did he even punch her in the face? Like he just turned up in a Cadillac, punched her in the face, kind of quipped, and then died. Next so. member of the Suicide Squad, yeah, uh, Katana. What? Who? This one of my main issues with this film is the the editing. So they introduce characters three times, and then Katana just jumps on a fucking helicopter, yeah. and Rick Flag goes, "This is Katana. She has got a sword." She doesn't speak English, but yes, I understand everything she says. Her and Rick Flagg have conversations, her in Japanese, him in English, which implies they both understand each other, but refuse to speak in the same language, which is an interesting idea, Why do you think stupid. they did that? Was that purely the fact to say, just so you know, guys, she's Japanese? She's Japanese, yeah. just in case you didn't Why didn't did they just know. have him speaking... Didn't she have a Japanese flag on her face? Yes. And because she was on their side, she wasn't a Suicide Squad member, she was on the side of Rick Flagg, because she jumps on the helicopter as they're leaving, mm. late... Rude. First off, should have been there early. Well, maybe she was, you know, trying to get a sword through customs. <laughs> she was like, it's got the soul of my husband in it, so please don't fucking touch it, bitch. Do you have his passport? Yes. Do you have a passport for everyone else? No. All the other 25. <laughs> yeah, because maybe they were like, how many, like... So when she killed the Raspberry Boys, the Blackberry Boys, were their souls in the sword as yeah. well? Oh, did have an Enchantress already have their souls? Mm. Because she turned them into Blackberry men? Katana suck. Didn't do anything. Yeah. I feel, Introduced I feel like badly. She, oh, no. Well, she, um, no, she, she suck. Was, That's unfair. She was sort of there so, like, Jay Courtney could be like, we should go on a date. 
single? Like, cause she, you know, he kept kind of like, that oh, was, yeah. and it, it, you kind of cut. felt like there could have been a funnier line written for him to come on to her. There would have been a series yeah. of funnier lines where you're like, right, I think it's interesting he's coming on to her. I can see why this might be funny, but why haven't you written this funny? Big ugly Navy SEAL, Daryl Kwan. Oh, poor Daryl. Oh, that's, that's almost as sad as the saddest internet movie database character <laughs> Uh, which is, uh, there's one woman on Internet Movie Database whose only credit is woman who wets herself. Oh, that's so it's sad. It's so funny. I feel quite sorry for Dad. <laughs> <laughs> big, ugly Navy SEAL. <laughs> Does he look really big and ugly? Um, Dar- <laughs> like, objectively, would you say? No. He was in Stargate. Well, he's he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's like a stuntman. He's been in Scary Movie 4, Chronicles of Riddick, Stargate SG-1, Night at the Museum. Well, maybe, like, maybe he'll be your friend. What's his name? Daryl Kwan. Okay, Daryl Kwan, if you're out there, tweet he's us. Not, he's, Come on the show. Right, he's big. He's a big bloke. He's not ugly, though. That, that's offensive, guys. Okay, so I'm looking at him. Daryl Kwan. He's not ugly. He's not ugly. I'm going to say something about the blueberry men. Blackberry men. The Blackberry well, boys. Okay, do you want to know why they looked the way they looked? I mean, I don't, but I'm going to have to know anyway. Uh, they came out of a dream that David Ayer had. Oh. So, so apparently he had a dream <laughs> about these people. Was it a it's... dream where he made a good film? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he had this... They came out of a dream. So he had a dream about like these weird heads with lots of eyes. So those are meant to be eyes. Oh, so like that shot from a, the trailer in a scanner darkly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like all these eyes, and okay. um, he was, and this was, I think, a quarter of the way through um, some kind of like whether he's producing or End developing, whatever. <laughs> so it was some time into the process of making Suicide Squad. So he had this dream, and it was all the eyes, and <sighs> apparently he went to someone in charge a producer and whatever a script writer no he was a script writer so he looked at Harvey himself Weinstein yeah so he looked at himself in the mirror and he said that is a really good dream you had <laughs> that's what the henchmen will look like good work David so I have <laughs> a re- out of the park on this one <laughs> so the thing is like I have a reoccurring dream about the Nesquik bunny attacking me <laughs> okay and I sometimes write scripts but I wouldn't put that into a script I wrote because that's a really arrogant thing to do like do go like even when I'm asleep I churn out the best ideas in the world so I'm going to put that in my film I just say that is a representation of like how <laughs> mental David Iyer is the fact that he went or oh, lacking ideas he went oh I had a dream about this this is what the henchmen will look like <laughs> they look like blackberries just, fuck oh. David Iyer no don't fuck the end of watch no, is no, a really but, good no, film okay. so is Fury but, but what but everything Dude. he did this like apparently he encouraged all this weird method acting stuff he encouraged Jay Courtney apparently put cigarettes out on his arm oh he did meth on a Skype call yeah I heard about to this. prove to him that he could play a man who throws boomerangs Admiral Captain Boomerang Sir again Boomerang. it's Lord a fucking Boomerang. superhero film like you're not making a Shakespearean tragedy you're not making an Oscar worthy film you're yeah. making a stupid superhero popcorn thriller don't need a psychiatrist on set. Why are you putting cigarettes out on yourself? Like, it amounts to nothing. It, oh, it just it's, seems it's, really, really arrogant and, like, completely misunderstanding the material at hand. I can't imagine Christopher Nolan being like, oh, you know, you have to go and live in that weird hole in the desert. 
it's like for yeah, seven years like in every, order to understand <laughs> everything about Christian Bale, like, the behind character. the scenes stuff just seemed bad mm. like they shouted fuck DC no sorry fuck Marvel at premiere and it's like don't piss off the big boys they will destroy you yeah please and please then, don't piss off the people who know how to do this better than you and do. like they were going oh Harley Quinn's the ultimate antidote to our hypersensitive society because she wears hot pants where you can see her ring yeah and it's just like <laughs> no she's not is it? Because it's not like she runs around shouting racial slurs. She mm. just has short shorts on. Yeah. Fuck off. It's a film for kids. Yeah. And I think that's something that could have been done. Anyone who is... In, not everyone in all this film. I haven't heard, never done anything anywhere near as successful as Suicide Squad. But perhaps when they were doing this film, they should have remembered... Again, we're not medically trained, trained or filmically trained. <laughs> but, like, it's a film for kids. And then they re-edited it. And the editing was terrible. So the first half of the film was like this sort of quite jarring. Like they introduced characters like multiple times. There's those flash cards that's a really yeah. out of place. And then they couldn't obviously do that for the second half of the film, which is still this really grim, dark, quite miserable mm. um, sort of reflection on people coming together to Existence, make a common threat. Ennui. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work. They ended, they ended the hell out of it to try and make it work. Apparently this was the edit that tested better with audiences. I don't so know who they were showing it to, perhaps gerbils, but it's not a good... It's edited badly, and that's, I think, the main problem with the film. It's yeah, edited terribly. It's, it's the victim of too many notes. You can tell that 700 people edited this film, and was and they decided the first half, they're like, it needs to be punchier, it needs to be more exciting, it needs to be sexier, it needs to be quipper, it needs to be whatever. But tonally, it's insane. Like, it just jumps and leaps. And also, at script level, they should have gone... Our baddie makes no sense. She's boring. And also, end of the world, going to make a machine to stop stuff happening. It's just, look at the schedule. Just go, <laughs> X-Men Apocalypse. Well, we have a baddie like that. Star Trek, we have another baddie similar to that. End well, the world. his for- ability was to fire gas into a dome. Yeah, but he wanted to destroy things for reasons. I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's just like, I want to destroy I mean, things for reasons. I mean, don't we all? Yes, obviously. <laughs> but, like, it's it's just the reasons aren't interesting enough. It, it, I think it's that weird thing where you just, you kind of think, well, at what point are you going to realise that the baddie has to be a really interesting baddie to make us emotionally care about this film? Like, destroying the world is weirdly no longer... Enough. Enough, yeah. It's been done too many times. We've We've all seen 2012... And we all thought, well, this is a weird film to make because <laughs> it's soon. And why would you show all these people dying? Like it. Well, it, yeah, it's sad. I, I don't know. I, I find it. I, mean, the, the I whole... find it both boring and morbidly offensive to just say the end of the world. But it's it's also that weird thing where you're like, you, it's end of the world fatigue essentially. Yeah. So and I think you can get away with it if you have really interesting characters having a really interesting adventure. So the end of the world actually matters. But I think. It's underestimating audiences and assuming that audiences are going to go, the end of the world, that's the worst, right? That's literally the worst thing I can imagine, <laughs> despite the fact we live in an age where it's like, climate change, we're all going to die, and no one gives a shit. But that's why. Well, that's because when they would do it in sort of, let's say, sort of the early James Bond films, the idea mm. of the world ending was ridiculous. But I think it's like if you have ah, the no, world... Cold e- War, that, that theory doesn't work. What were we saying? Can we fix this film... I think in order to fix this film, you would have to have... I think it would be very interesting to have bombs in the necks of their loved ones as some kind of weird twist in the film at some point and 
have it that if one of them behaves badly or like it affects the rest of them so you have some really weird conflict within the suicide squad and you have some people saying like no i just want to fuck off i don't give a shit about your family so you actually prove the morality of different people and how far they go and things like that i thought that'd be quite interesting i also think you should have harley quinn which i think is just not a new idea be in an abusive relationship with the Joker and eventually realise that he's a complete wanker and say, fuck you, go away. I think the, the Joker should be more obviously conflicted in his feelings for her. I think he should be so both simultaneously addicted to her but in love with her, but ultimately in the end, too late realise that he does care about her and have her go, you know what, I'm going to stay here with my buddies. God, what else could they do to fix it? Just have one guy editing it, maybe. Not or a trade girl, house. Just... Just like have have a clear and concise viewpoint about the film and stick to it. Decide whether you want it to be funny or dark or a cheap. Basically, just do what Guardians of the Galaxy did, where you have it be funny, but we have characters we give a shit about. Even though one's a tree. Yeah, we gave a shit about that I tree. I love Groot. I love Everyone Vin Diesel. Loved Groot. Everyone loved the raccoon. I love that Vin Diesel recorded every I Am Groot individually. It's just accept <laughs> what kind of film you're trying to make and make it. Don't pretend you're making a film that's more interesting and is an 18 Silence of the Lambs S psychological mindfuck. Exactly. Yeah. 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 What What is your your turn? Um, I think remove a lot of the Joker. Yeah. Um, perhaps to the point where he's just, as I said earlier, in text form until the helicopter's revealed. Can reveal. he just be in the background? And yeah. be like, Can he be an Easter egg? Can he just <laughs> yeah. be an Easter egg? Yeah, if you hit the right button on the DVD menu, do you remember yeah. them? Yeah. Uh, he'd pop up. up. Yeah. He'd pop up and <laughs> Or maybe like in the background, like, was that the Joker? Oh no, it was just Numpa Lumpa. <laughs> he's dead. No. So yeah, less Joker. Um, again, the editing was bollocks. Mm. Basically what you said, like make sure when you make a film, he says, a man who could only just about finish a dissertation, uh, <laughs> that you know the tone you're going to be going for because you can't reshoot a bit of a film, edit it in awkwardly afterwards, yeah, and then try and change Hope it. Like, the best. yeah, to Batman vs Superman was received badly by critics, but a lot of fans, I assume quite unwell fans, thought it was really good. <laughs> so go for it. Except that DC is the guy, are the guys and girls that make the films that critics hate and fans mm. love. Or try and be a new Marvel, which you can't do. Marvel have done it. Yeah. But don't end up in this weird space where it's kind of like this weird kooky romance story about these guy about fucking Harley Quinn who got tortured and loving a man, but oh, he loves her really. Or it's actually Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. yeah. The tone doesn't work. It doesn't like the first half of the film is much better than the second half of the film. Which when the second half of the film contains the climax, does not work. When you, I was getting fatigued physically fatigued mm. watching a film I don't know if I'm fit I'm not that unfit like I thought the first I half just... of the film was worse than the second half oh, genuinely like the first 20 minutes I thought this is the worst thing I've ever seen the... this makes no sense I mean I kind of like that editing. sort of schizophrenic bizarre editing maybe if they'd stuck through it the whole because time because it was different yeah because the, my main criticism of Marvel films is just people well shot well lit on yeah. a soundstage punching each other uh, at least DC films are trying something visually and storytelling yeah, wise yeah. to try and be different. It's just they're not very really good at it. Yeah. Um, it's also it's hard to be different. Like when Marvel are just basically had a formula where they can put out a film and then they press the print button on the money machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And DC need to get someone that sweet dollar. Yeah. You know, you have to try and do something different and it's difficult. Yeah. And I think Suicide Squad exemplifies that. Like the final fight with Stick of the Dump, where it's all in silhouette 
pretty much. That was cool. She's teleporting around. Yeah, no, I did like that. That was really cool. Like, yeah. Visually, that was really interesting. The villain, despite the fact he was rubbish, his sort of effects on the, I guess, the world were interesting. That sort of way that like, melted cars away and yeah, 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 like, yeah. we're jutting out like tendrils of death. Yeah, and the bits where he did actually kill people were yeah. A bit. I mean, his power is odd. I'll yeah. give him that. But yeah. at least it was more interesting than, you know, all of what, what have Marvel, Marvel's villains been? Oh, he's a big guy that will punch you to death. He's a. To fix the film, in my completely professional opinion, and I can talk about this because I've made huge amounts of millions of dollars at the box office. Cut out more Jared, even if it would piss him off. In fact, cut him out completely, just because it would really annoy him. And yeah, I find just, that entertaining. I think just try and wind him up. Just as get much rid of possible. him. Um, do more with Deadshot and Harley Quinn because they were the best characters in it by a long shot. Um, it needed more funnies. The funnies didn't counterbalance the issues with the tonal shift where it went really grim and dark. More almost like scattered them throughout it. Obviously, difficult to do when you're reshooting the film at the last minute's notice. Ellen, please save me and finish Googling. Sorry. <laughs> Who was the baddie? Who I, was, I, I don't know. I don't have a lot of time. I'm just basically trying to remember who um, the guy in Avengers who was like, you got, who did the PowerPoint presentation where he was like, look at all the death. <laughs> look at all the bad look things you did. Look at all the death. Look at all the people who have died. What look, the fuck is this na- bad, the actor's bad name? Bad General Avengers um, 2. And he's um, Betty Ross's dad, isn't he? Oh, so I'm yeah, he's General General Ross or something. He's yeah, but what's the name of the? Actor? He's the guy that has tried to kill the Hulk, and they don't think he's a baddie. Yeah, but what's which the is name confusing. Of the actor? To, I don't know. Tony Macaroni. It's not Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Big Balls McGraw. <laughs> Nobody it's, knows. It's all a lie. It is. I'm looking at the wrong film. I am looking at Avengers 2 and I should be I think it's at... William Hurt. It's William Hurt. Sorry, guys. Is it's it... William Hurt. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm getting this up with John, John Hurt. John Hurt and William Hurt. Yeah. So, John Hurt. <laughs> so, just remember it this way. This is my uh, mnemonic device. Um, John Hurt, Elephant Man. William Hurt, not Elephant Man. My is that mnemonic? mnemonic? Is that Johnny Mnemonic? <laughs> was that what the secret in Johnny Mnemonic's mind was? William Hurt, not um, <laughs> Elephant Man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's sorry. He's in, he John Hurt. He's hurt because he's an, an elephant. Sir John and Vincent William Hurt. Hurt. He will Hurt. show the Hulk who's boss. <laughs> there we go. There's a mnemonic device. Uh, so Suicide Squad. What's your what's your prognosis, Doc? Oh, um, How's it going to survive? Um, it's dead. It's fucked. Isn't it? Massive internal so, hemorrhaging. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's it, let its kneecaps have exploded it for no its, reason. Tore itself apart on the operating its table. Its testicles fell off. <laughs> it was just—it was a bad film. So, Ellen, who'd be in your Suicide Squad? So I've got Pol Pot. A classic. A classic. Hitler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like it's meant to be bad people. I gave you like, like two days. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump. Oh, he's good. Katie Hopkins, obviously. She's disappeared. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of Katie Holmes. Yes, no, no, Katie, Katie Hopkins, Hopkins is bad. She's a and, bad. And um, Putin. Ooh, Vlad, a controversial yeah, choice. So, well, I feel like they're all evil and um, would be. Like, cause it's, they call themselves bad guys, so I'm assuming you want bad guys. Are we Pretty sure Donald Trump considers himself a good guy. Well, okay, the world would... Uh, all the Suicide Squad <laughs> probably don't view themselves as a bad guy mm. until Harley Quinn explains to them that they are. Um, so these guys probably all think they're doing the right thing. But, you know, if you did a poll, the majority of people, you'd hope, would view them as... I bet Donald Trump hates polls. Yeah, he bet he hates polls. Bet he hates polls. Mine. 
Um, so that would be mine. I was, I was just thinking it's the most sensible option without. It's a pretty moves. strong cast. Yeah. Uh, so mine. First off, we have Cat Bin Lady. She put yeah, the cat in yeah, the bin. That's, yeah. Uh, you oh, know, God, I d- that's good. Because that could be her power. She puts the the Blackberry Boys in the bin. Yeah. And you know that's real evil. That's like. Yeah. You know, we're not talking like oh, I did it for my kid. Proper evil cat yeah. bin lady. She's fucked up. Uh, the old blokes that broke into that safe deposit house at Hatton Gardens because yes. I think they'd have good banter. Are they the guys who wouldn't explain? So uh, basically there for was a safe, a safe... For those who don't know... For those up on regional English crime, uh, <laughs> in London there is a safe deposit company, used to be, they went bankrupt after this, uh, called Hatton Garden. And these old, these old boys, a bit like... Let's say the Monuments Men or Las Vegas. Mm. One last job, kid. Yeah. They basically broke into this safety deposit vault, rappelled down a lift shaft and drilled through about, I think it was a few inches of concrete with these big drills and made off with huge amounts of money. Genius. The Ronnie Biggs of our time, but yeah. old already, rather than now in prison. Uh, a guy called Joe Weston Webb, who, was <laughs> who built a giant catapult on his property to fire shit at burglars that kept trying to break into his shed. Oh, I like him. He was good. He was a former travelling showman. He owns a human cannon and exploding coffee and built a catapult that fires dung at people he was convinced were breaking into his shed. So how would he help you without the use of... Um... He's the Captain Boomerang of the team. Yeah, but he'd have to, like... Would he have very small catapults on hand or would he have to wait No, he'd have a giant 30-foot catapult with him at all times. Which was very hard to manoeuvre. He'd get it, yeah. He's the Captain Boomerang of the team. At one point, he'd fire the shit out of it and it would fly around the can. He'd yeah, have a like camera. On a, on a practical level, I mean. On a practical level, he'd kind of have, yeah, I mean, little, little mini catapults he'd yeah. build very quickly. I mean, on a practical level, what's Katie Hopkins going to do? Be like, um, just be it, so horribly offensive. That the everyone would just go, I can't. Oh, I can't I do can't. this. Um, and my last member, because I can't be asked to go through the rest of them, I've got quite a few, including a fat burglar who got stuck in a window, is the. <laughs> Uh, he's actually quite an unpleasant human being as I point out he, he tried to kill two people um, he's called Zarek McCoy yeah uh, and <laughs> uh, last year he was sentenced for shooting a young woman his ex and her lover 16 times in South Croydon <gasps> uh, didn't kill them they're both like fine like he missed each time uh, no he shot them 16 times but didn't kill them but so they both survived he's the opposite he's my dead shot so he's <laughs> he's uh, the opposite so he, he he would accidentally he, he doesn't miss but he doesn't kill either so he'd be like <laughs> aim to the right of them and you shoot them oh no no he them. didn't miss he just didn't kill them somehow that's insane um so <laughs> like so this podcast is so you can learn things as well um so basically he was then sentenced and then told the judge to go suck your mum, rude boy, as he was sentenced. And that is why I could not leave him out of my suicide squad, because he told a judge to go and suck your mum, rude boy. Patient was DOA. The patient... There was, <laughs> there no was, chance, mate. There was no, no saving this. I mean, we could have done, but we didn't want to because we hated them. Yeah, so. I think that this we could have at best given them not a good life. Yeah, so it's so, best just to put them down. Um, to fully go into that myth of the socialist death squads that run the NHS, Yeah, we let them go. <laughs> we let them go, um, laughed. Their, their parents came in and said, can we kill them for you? And we said, no, that's not allowed. Yeah, Mrs. We'll squad, do. please put the hammer down. Yeah. <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah. We've got trained professionals here that love killing kids. What? <laughs> Yeah, that was episode one. Probably might break up into two 
Yeah, that's a good of idea. Geek and E, not the title. I'm not. Uh, yeah, the people decide. Yeah, um, well, like if you think the title's the worst, let us know. Um, it doesn't. Americans don't like it because A and E is also a channel called Arts and Entertainment. Is that, that what sh- it stands for? Yeah, See, I've watched that show when I've been in America. It, it does not show arts. It does show entertainment. It shows Dark Dynasty. Yeah, I think which I watched it, and then I was watching a thing that was like about a haunted um, road bollard in a town. That if you touch it, it kills you. <laughs> okay, I take everything back. That's amazing. That is art. I want to be associated with that channel. Anyway, so it uh, could be geek arts and entertainment. Geek arts entertainment, Rather or if you prefer accident and emergency, which is hard to say. Yeah. Tweet us at hashtag that bloke's name Ian Ike Ike yeah. Baron Holtz. Um, you can tweet <laughs> us at uh, I'm Ellen Starbuck on Twitter. I don't have a Twitter account. I use. Um, Alec I'm, does not have a Twitter. You, I think I have one called at Big Scary Hippo. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, you can tweet at that. I don't check. I've deleted it off my phone. Uh, you can find me on Tumblr at averycooldog.tumblr.com. Yeah, thanks cheers. for listening. And mums, hopefully our we'll, mums. Both our mums. I might not show my mum this. I, I think she know. thinks I'm cool. Yeah. She's not that stupid, actually. She's quite a smart woman. Yeah, my mum knows. Uh, thanks to thinking. Andy Price. He has a very good podcast called Bristopia. Yeah, listen uh, to that. For lending me uh, an incredibly expensive microphone <laughs> that I'm slightly scared of and a fucking boom arm and a pop filter we didn't use yeah. and letting me in his flat, which is also Ellen's flat. So yeah. thank you to Ellen for letting me in your flat. It's all right. And getting drunk and fucking making a mess yeah, of we've, myself. Yeah, we've, we've drunk quite a lot, so apologies for the slurring that will occur. <laughs> that just sounds offensive as well. Yeah. Just, anyway, uh, have a good night, guys. <laughs> Bye. Speak to you soon. Bye. Shit, where's the stop button?